What do you do right after a breakup? What do you do when a love relationship ends? This is what we are going to talk about in this episode. Hi ladies, welcome to our new episode of the podcast. My name is Mona Marcy and um, let's talk today about the first three things that you can do um, if you are going through a fresh breakup. And I know that, you know, breakups is all what we talk about mainly in this uh, podcast. And the reason is because I've had a personal experience where um, a breakup that almost cost me my life years ago, it ended up being no exaggeration, the best thing that ever happened in my life. And the reason is because it opened so many doors for me for growth, maturity, having access to my own wisdom, giving me a bigger why, a good reason that made me want to continue to work on myself, to become the best version um, of myself that I possibly, that I can possibly be. And this is why from that, from that day, on, I never looked back and that's why I continue to show up every day for you because I always want to share these the lessons that took me years to learn so that you can take them and that you can apply them into your own life so that hopefully you can get the same results in a shorter amount of time that's my intention here um, and so Today, we want to talk about the first stage of a breakup. And the reason is because the first stage is, is usually the most difficult one because there's so much emotions going on. Um, the pain is still fresh. And there's, uh, there's a sense of um, lots of, of balance. You feel like you're not, you're not, you're not, you don't, um, know where you're going, where you're heading, where you have been. There's a, there's a sense of confusion, you know, um, and there's so many emotions going there, especially um, later on when we start talking about, uh, uh, you know, the stages and how the emotions evolve over time. Um, so first, let's talk about the activities that, that can help you the most, especially in the beginning of a breakup. And I, and I know that so many of the things that I'm going to share with you today, they may seem like, well, it's easy done, it's easy said than done. I know that. However, this is a difficult time for a reason. Not only for the emotions that we go through, but it's for the difficult choices that we have to make as well. It's not easy to make these choices. It's not easy to get up every day and to say, hey, I know I'm not feeling good, but I will continue to just do one thing to move to keep moving me forward. Yes, versus just staying stuck and staying where I am. Um, and so uh, please bear bear with me and and also know that that I know that this time is difficult. So anytime sharing um, anything with you, please do not assume that um, that I think it's easy because I know it's not. I've been there. Um, and so my, my hope uh, and my invitation to you is to continue to just consider um, 
consider doing something different, doing just like one thing, one different thing in your day. And I'm telling you, if you do that, it's, it's, it's going to help you so much. All right, so let's start with uh, the activities. Now, um, in terms of the activities that are going to help you in the beginning of, of a breakup, so um, number one, try to um, give yourself some space, especially when it comes to, to expressing and, and letting your emotions out. Um, one thing that I see over, it comes up over and over again is that so many women uh, what they try to do is that they try to just like jump back into life as if nothing happened, you know. So they just go back to work. They they you know they they party and you know uh, start a new relationship even. And of course, you get to decide for yourself. Um, so I'm not I'm not telling you what to do by any means right here. But what I'm saying is that if you feel like you are in a place where you have stored energy, stored emotions, unexpressed emotions, it's better to give them space. It's better to give them space. And the reason is because when you give your emotions space, that's good because emotions are, are the best thing that we can do with our emotions is to express them, is to let them out. Not to keep stuffing them inside. Not to keep piling them up because this is not going to help. And I know from experience because this is one of the biggest reasons why so many of us, after, after a while, we end up having um, a lot of grief that we have not even addressed um, from past wounds or past relationships or past hurts. So if you've had relationships before um, and they, they ended up with a breakup, and again, you did not give yourself the chance, the opportunity to express um, how you felt or um, to give your emotions the attention that it seeks from you, Realize that over time, it's going to pile up. And then at one point, you might have a breakup. And then you, at first, you'll be surprised because you feel like, oh my God, like where all, where all of this grief and sadness coming from? Well, guess what? It might not be coming from the breakup that you're going through right now. It might be coming from all the past breakups, all the past relationships that you have not grieved, that you've not, that you've not allowed yourself to express your emotions um, uh, through. So for me, in the first stage of breakup, what I did was I cried a lot. I cried a lot. And crying is good because that means that you're just allowing the, the, the emotions to come out. So the good thing about emotions is that you need to continue to feel the emotion until it does not require any of your attention anymore. Yes? So, and I'm sure that you've, that you've had this experience in the past before uh, where you just like keep crying, crying, crying. And then, and then after a, a few hours, you feel like, huh. There's this, that sense of release and space that comes out, um, uh, that comes right after crying. And the reason is because that, that's the thing. This is what letting your, your emotions out means, yes? 
You're just providing an outlet for your emotions. So that's number one. Be aware of that and give yourself some space. And then number two, don't judge yourself based on your emotions. And this is really important. And the reason it's important is because, um, and the reason it's, it's, it's important is because when you start judging yourself based on how you feel, you are moving backwards. Judging yourself means that you are, you are looking at how you feel um, and you're pointing fingers at yourself for um, just for the sake of, of, of your feelings. You feel like, oh, maybe I should not be feeling this way or, or maybe this is, um, uh, I'm, not, I'm not weak uh, to be feeling this way. So you start to have interpretations of your feelings and your thoughts. And then you point fingers at, at yourself at every occasion. You criticize yourself. You judge yourself based on how you feel and, and what you think. And, um, and this, this, this dysfunctional, un, undestructive way of treating yourself during this tough time is not going to help much. And I know that, it, that this is what we are inclined to do, especially at first. And I used to do that for a long time. And that's why I'm telling you that it's not an effective way, an effective way to communicate with yourself. And it's not a healthy place to be. And so anytime you have an emotion or you have a thought, whether it's about your ex, uh, what happened during the, the relationship, why did the breakup happen? And instead of trying to push against them or making yourself wrong for how you feel, see if you can accept how you feel. See if you can accept the kind of thought that you feel. And remember that you are not what you think and you are not how you feel. You are far bigger than that. You are divine and you are greater than a moment. So your whole life does not be, it does not get to be defined by just a single moment, you know, because at any given moment, you have the power to make a different decision. And by making those different decisions, you are definitely declaring uh, a change and a new chapter in your life. So just constantly remember, or even make it a mantra if you have to, I'm not my emotions, I'm not my feelings, I'm not my thoughts. I'm not my feelings and thoughts. I am the awareness. I'm the awareness behind my feelings and my thoughts. I'm the awareness behind my feelings and my thoughts. I'm not my feelings. I'm not my thoughts. I'm the awareness behind my feelings and, and, and my thoughts. I'm divine and I'm great. I'm divine and I'm great. And you are divine. You have always been existing and you're going to continue to exist um, even when you leave this body. And you are great. There's greatness inside every single one of us that's just waiting to be unlocked. And it does not have to come in a specific shape or form. You get to decide that for yourself. I'm just here to show you the path, to show you the way. And then you get to make the decision as of whether you want to head that way or not. All right, so let's do a quick recap. So number one, first activity, activity we said that 
just give your emotions an outlet and know that the more you allow emotions to be felt, the less attention is going to demand of you and the less power is going to, and the less power and control is going to have over you over time. Number two, don't judge yourself based on your emotions or your thoughts. You know, you are greater than how you feel, you're greater than how you think, and you are the awareness behind your emotions and your and your feelings. And if you are willing, actually, um, you can you can try this experiment. So anytime you're having a thought, so for example, if you're having a thought like I'm not good enough, or or I'm not I'm not beautiful enough for my ex to uh, to stay with me, what I want you to do is. Realize that at this moment that you are aware that you're having that thought. Who is the one that is aware that you're having this this thought? The one that's aware is the real you. That is the real you. This is your spirit. This is your soul. It has a far greater awareness of everything that's going inside of you. It's like all of a sudden that thought becomes like a movie. So you can hold the thought, you can take it out of your mind and you can literally put it on the screen of a movie and then you can just keep watching. You can just keep watching. Just out of curiosity, you know. And sometimes I just laugh I laugh at the kinds of thoughts that I have because once once I grasp, once I, I, I become aware that, oh my God, I'm having that thought. So I, I literally hold the thought and bring it out and start looking at it. And it starts telling me crap things like, oh, you know, like that person that you're interested in, he doesn't even care. Or, you know, like your friend is not happy for you as you think it, she is. So like, and then you can watch the movie going on. It's like a thought and, and, and it starts to, um, to gain power the more you invest your attention and your focus and your energy in it. The, 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 the greater and the more powerful it's going to become. However, if you stop investing your energy and your attention in it, it's going to lose grasp on you and over time it's just like, phew, it's going to disappear. So just remember that. Um, and, 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 and this is, this is, this is effective. This is helpful because over time you develop the practice and the, the habit of being aware of your thoughts and realizing that you are not these thoughts. Okay. And this is what, what's good about feeling the pain and acknowledging what's happening and instead of just pushing against it and trying to pretend that nothing happened. So trying to escape the pain it's going to have a lot of costs, especially long-term. So even if you start feeling good right away, this grief, just like I, I mentioned in the beginning of the video, it starts to accumulate over time because you have so much unexpressed emotions, yes? That at one point you feel like, oh my God, like all of these piles of feelings, like what happened, you know? Where are they all coming from? Well, guess what? They are coming from years of, un of unexpressed hurt and pain and grief. Um, and, and that brings me to number three, and, uh, and that is choose carefully. Choose carefully 
choose carefully what you give your attention and energy to during, especially during the first phase of your breakup. And the reason is because the longer you continue to think about your ex, the more your energy stays connected to him. The more you, you, you invest your, your thoughts and your feelings in him, the more you're going to stay connected to him. So develop the practice of shifting your focus, you know, being able to shift your focus. Once you find yourself, once you become aware that you're thinking about something, then you have the power to, in a minute, in, in, in a second, okay, I choose not to think about that thing. Let me think about something else. Okay. And this is, so this, this might sound like it's contradiction number two in the beginning, because you feel like, oh, but if I stop focusing or, or if I stop, um, giving my attention and focus to, to an idea, that means I'm just running away from it. No, no. Becoming aware that you are thinking of something and choosing deliberately and intentionally to think about something else is different from running away from how you feel. Running away from how you feel is like constantly distracting yourself from how you feel and keeping yourself busy because you don't want to feel that way. But, but controlling or managing your focus, it means that you are because that you're choosing deliberately choosing what do you want to invest your thoughts and your feelings in. Yes. So one way that you can do that is through meditation. For me, meditation was a practice that helped me to become aware of where do I have my focus and attention at the moment. And that at any given moment, once I, so I use my feelings as, as a pointer um, and a feedback to let me know whether what whether what I have my focus on is something that's serving me or not. So, for example, I'm having a good time right now talking to you. This is so exciting for me. This is like I could spend the rest of my day, you know, talking about these things. So, I'm feeling good. So, the way I can tell that I'm having my focus on something that serves me is the way I feel. Now, if if like, for example, right after I finish this and then I start feeling like myself a bit down, then the first question that I ask myself is, okay, what am I focusing on? What am I focusing on? So I might be focusing on like, well, it's been a long um, episode. I'm not sure whether someone is going to be interested in listening to it or not. Then I start to like focus on myself, you know, rather than focusing on serving. So I immediately shift my focus and say, okay, well, this is not about me. This is about someone who is going through a breakup and I'm doing my best to, to give and share the things that worked for me. And that's what I choose to focus on serving. I don't care about, you know, whether someone is going to listen to the episode or not, whether someone likes my voice or not. Um, so it, it has nothing to do with me. Now, over time, once you start to do that, you become a master of your own feelings because Anytime, if you don't like how you feel, you immediately know that you're focused, that you're, you have, you're having thoughts that are not serving you, which means that you're focusing on something that you cannot control. That's not effective. That's not going to help you. And over time, you start to gain power, to gain your power back by investing your thoughts and your feelings into, um, into 
something that serves you. Definitely not the past, but constantly seeking the present moment, constantly coming back to right here, connecting yourself to your senses, to your body, and realizing that you have that life has so much more to offer you than just one relationship that did not work. Again, life has so much to offer you than just one relationship that did not work. And that little part over there, it took me years to, to, to get. Because when I was first going through that breakup, I thought my life was done. It was over. And I'm here telling you, that's an illusion. Your life is full. It's abundant. It's exciting. It's, it's, it has so much potential. When you open your mind and you open your eyes and open your heart and you realize how big, how big life in the universe is, and it's so much bigger than just one relationship or one guy who you are not destined to be with. You're not meant for each other. You're not the right fit for each other. You know, you start to realize, oh my God, like open your eyes, you know, and see how much greatness and abundance and bless do we have around us on a daily basis that you cannot help but to feel like, oh my God, like I've been just focusing on one little thing and missing everything that's surrounding me. And I'm telling you, this is priceless because you start to realize, oh my God, like I was, you start to realize that you used to be a prisoner to my own, to your own mind and heart because you were just focusing on like one little point or spot um, in life. And, and that brings me to, to the third point, and that is um, uh, question number three, and that is why working on getting your ex back isn't going to help you as much as you think, because just like I said in the beginning of number three, the more you continue to focus on your, your, your ex and think that your life is going to work, the minute you, you have your, your relationship back, the more you're going to keep your energy connected with him to him. And that means that you'll have little energy to, to do anything else in your life. And that means that you're going to continue to be to stay prisoner to the past, not allowing yourself to see how beautiful life is. Once you go beyond and expand beyond the boundaries of this, uh, or the, the, um, the limitations that you have imposed yourself as a result of how you view this breakup. I really hope that you got something out of today's um, episode. I always show up here and share from my heart to you. And I always hope uh, that, it, that it, it goes out from my heart and it comes through uh, to your heart as well. And uh, I also want to invite you to join our free um, Facebook community. So Mastery Sisterhood, this is a place we can have so much um support daily uh, conversations, trainings, meditations. They're going to help you and support you on your healing journey after a breakup. Uh, you can join uh, the community by clicking the link that you find in the description of this episode. And I cannot wait to welcome you on the other side of this with women who have made um, their mind, they've made up their mind to turn this pain into something meaningful in their lives.
So take care of yourself and I'll catch you up in our next episode. But for now, 